Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, we know you've been waiting for Wine Wednesday. And it's finally here. Welcome to the Wine Over Matter podcast, where for some reason we have decided to overshare with y'all every week. I'm Laura. And I'm Steph. We are here to talk about everything going on in our lives, from our wellness journeys, relationships, everyday struggles, pop culture, and so much more. Hey, Steph. Happy Wine Wednesday. Happy Wine Wednesday. We are recording in person. In person on our last episode of 2023 and also your birthday episode. Happy early birthday. Your birthday's tomorrow. Thank you. The big three nine. Big three. One more year that we can say. 230 something running this podcast. (laughs) So you guys have 365 days to send us ideas on (laughs) our new intro. I know. My last year in my 30s. So exciting. Any big birthday plans? Um, So we're, as of right now, we're going to go to Solani's, which is like my favorite steakhouse that we always go to for, that I always pick to go to for my birthday. And Jeff always tries to come up with other ideas. He's like, oh, do you want to go like here for your birthday this year? Or do you nope, that's I'm my fave. Like, I'm like, no, I want to go to Solani's. And I was like, and it should be cheaper this year because I'm eating less. You have to share your steak with me, <laughs> which means they're probably going to think like we're cheap asses. Yeah. You're <laughs> like, no, I'll have a couple trust cocktails. Me. Trust me. I would rather have my own filet, but I cannot eat it so I'm making him I'm hoping I don't remember because you know how a lot of times when you get filet mignon at a restaurant they'll say like there's a six ounce and an eight ounce yes. portion or six and ten whatever I don't remember if their filet comes in two sizes or not but I'm hoping it does so that just get the bigger we can one. just get the bigger one he doesn't feel like he's having to like sacrifice, sacrifice his steak for me <laughs> but I'm like I'm not spending the $65, $70, whatever it is to for eat, a filet. To eat, like, a quarter of the steak. Yeah, and then to go home and reheat. Like, it's no. just too good of a steak to, like, waste try like to that. waste and eat as left. I just... Totally. I'd rather get our little salad that we like there, have a little steak, have a cocktail, and call it a day. Love that idea. But, um, yeah, other than that, we've just kind of been discussing, like, I'm not... But, like, for my birthday every year, like, Jeff always says, like, is there anything you want? And... Now, it was for a couple years, it was always like, want a ring? Yeah. Like, that's what I'm waiting for. <laughs> and now you have that. And he's like, he's like, now what are you waiting for? And I was like, <laughs> I don't know. And so he always like, is like, is there any concerts you want to go to? You want to like, just go to Vegas, whatever. So I think we're going to probably go to Vegas next month. We talked oh, about fun. doing that for a couple days. So I don't know. We'll see. Very fun. And it's still, I feel like my birth, when we're recording this right now, my birthday's still technically... A week and a half away. A week and a half away, so. A lot could change between now and then. Yeah, exactly. But, um, yeah, we realized we're going to dinner tonight with um, Taylor's in town and then our friend Megan and Sarah. So all of us girls are getting together, have a little dinner before Christmas. And Steph and I had needed to record. And I was like, well, why don't you just come over and let's do it in person. Finish this year out in person. Because we literally don't think we have recorded together in person since... Womcation, which was in January. Oh yeah, like it's been just, forever. I think it's 
especially because it makes sense because that's when you were moving in with Jordan. And since you're moving in, with, it's just a different dynamic. So it was, I think, a lot of times when because you wouldn't really see Jordan during the week. So I could go over to your old place or you'd come over because we'd hang out more during the week. So I feel like we didn't record together a lot in person, but I felt like. But especially, and when we started this, it was more COVID-y times too, where we had a lot of time to like invest in this. So we always wanted to record together. I feel like at least half of the episodes in the beginning we did in person. Oh yeah, they were always in person. So it's absolutely a treat when we get to do this and so much fun. Um, And way to, what a way to close out the year. I know. I love it. I was going to say 2024, but it's about to be 2024. (laughs) Well, let's recap our years a little bit. I know we've both had big years, so... It has been a year, so let's... I mean, what are your, like, maybe your three... Like, give me some of your highlights. What are you thinking, like, when you look back at your year, what are, like, the big moments that kind of stand out for you? So looking back at my year, I have a few, like, big moments that really stand out to me, and it's so crazy because I feel like there's been so many years in my life where, like, everything was just kind of, like, going, but nothing was really happening, and I feel like this year... Things were actually happening, which is really exciting. Um, So the first one is my promotion at work. So as you guys know, because I talked about it a lot on the podcast, um, I spent a lot of 2022 working really hard to find my next steps in my career and really felt that meant I was going to have to leave where I currently was. And I was feeling really defeated. I was working way outside of my job classification. I wasn't being given the title or the compensation or the credit for what I was doing and had been doing. Um, In 2022, I applied for reclass, which is like basically applying to say like, here's my job um, description and here's the job description that I'm doing. Like I need to be reclassed into this new job description. And I was denied way more than way more to do. I was denied and I was devastated. And that pushed me even more into like the find something new. You got to leave higher ed like this isn't it for you. Um, But I had a choice to either throw in the towel, have a bad attitude at work, do the bare minimum, or keep doing what I was doing before. And my work ethic just doesn't know how to stop doing what I'm doing. So like, even though I had, you know, a couple friends or whatever tell me like, just do your job, look at your job description and do what's in your job description and no more. I don't know how to do that. I I know, that's so... Because that can then affect even just like your quality of work. Like, because if you start then like... You draw, like, those boundaries, but because you've already been going above and beyond that for so long, that's what's expected of you. Exactly. And then, and then it becomes obvious that you're... Slack, that's what And you're then doing. it feels like you're slacking when you're like... No, I'm no, just I'm doing just my job. literally doing my job. Exactly. So I just... I kept doing what I was doing. Um, I knew that to move ahead where I was or to move me ahead outside of my organization, I was going to need to keep, like, skilling up and proving myself. So I just kept doing that. Applied for reclass again. So you can apply two years in a row and that's it. So if you get denied twice, like that's it basically. Um, So I had applied again, put very little effort into it. It was kind of like a copy and paste of the first one. And while Laura and I were actually recording a WOM episode during our WOM weekend this year, I received an email that I received the promotion or what they call a reclassification I in my organization. That happened while we were at in Newport. Yes, <laughs> I was like, I don't remember if I like picked up my phone and like clicked on the email while we were recording or saw it right after or whatever. But I was like, oh my god, like I had to read it a million times, send it to my boss, be like, is this serious? Like, am I being punked right now? Um, I was so happy. Um, so that was a huge, huge, huge thing for me. Um, 
it, I had to battle a little bit of what comes with that in regards to like how I was treated by a couple of people on my team. Um, you know, I, I think it's normal. Jealousy is like a normal part of like everything and yeah. and those people have come a long way since but I did have to deal with that but I'm proud of myself too are that these people that before you got that promotion you guys were like equals equals yes okay. so there was a little bit of um I think just like animosity and you know I think everybody has to look at their own self and say like what am I doing to get to the next place in my career and that's not for me to like identify on anybody else but myself you know but yeah. Um, but I was really, really, um, proud that a, I knew my worth and how much work I had to do and continue to have to do to earn that, that promotion and B to know that I can't control the emotions of anyone but myself. And that's huge for me because you know, I'm an overthinker that like literally spirals. Like if somebody's (laughs) mad at me, um, I have, I had a couple really excellent mentors in my life this past year at work. One of them was somebody I used to work with. One of them was somebody that is new um, that I've worked with this past year that have really helped me navigate all of that and allowed me to not be the typical overthinker that I usually am. So in other words, my work life has seriously improved um, this past year. And that is awesome. Another big life change for me was moving in with Jordan. Which so, I can't believe that happened this year. I feel like you guys have lived together for... Honestly, we talk about it all the time. We're yeah. like, we don't even remember what it was like to like not live with each other, which is so crazy because January of 2023 was my first month living with Jordan and mm-hmm. now we're in December, so a full year in and I can't remember what life was like before living with him. Yeah. Um, like it's hard to even remember like living with your roommates before that and like... It is. And so like, weird, yeah. And like how you mentioned earlier, like... Jordan and I, our schedule when we were dating, like I would spend all my weekends with him. So whether that was like Thursday to Sunday or Friday to Sunday, just depending on the week, like we really didn't often see each other during uh, weekdays. And so it's always scary moving into something like you think, you know, you, you think you might be fine, like sharing your personal space and having less of it or whatever. And but then when somebody else moves in and changes that, which I was the one moving in. So that was like a little scary for me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that can change a lot of like the vibes when you go from like, okay, you're coming on weekends and then you're leaving to like, okay, now you're never leaving. <laughs> okay, I mean, that that was same situation with me and Jeff. I mean, when I moved in with him, because we were, we also, we didn't have like a far distance between us, but far enough where like typically you were together on the weekends and then oh, like yeah. during the week you didn't really see each other. So then, and also, because I'm pretty sure if I remember correctly, this is same with Jordan, is Jeff like hadn't lived with another Girl no, like, like honestly, this really was... have the, a lot of roommate like situations. He had lived alone for like a while. Yes, so. so I'm like as as many fears as I had going into it, I had way less than him because I have experience living with somebody else. Yeah. Where Jordan doesn't. Jordan has experience living with his parents, and he has experience living with like five roommates during college or whatever, but like never a girl. So I was just like, oh my gosh, like this could go like really good or really bad. But I'm just proud of like us and our relationship and how well we've both done. Like he's adjusted so well to everything and like sharing a space. We don't have a huge space. You know, we have a one bedroom apartment. And so for us to like both be like, on the same page um, with our communication and, you know, it's a lot for me to express. He lived like a bachelor pretty much. Like he did take out every single night, probably only cleaned like 30 minutes before I came over just because I was coming (laughs) over. So like to adjust to like all the new things of like, okay, well, this is how I need to live to function and like Mm -hmm. in my own space. um, I'm just like really proud of our relationship just in general. It just 
seems to keep getting um, better and better. It never gets boring. We both keep growing and I'll get into that in my next um, yearly recap that I'm proud of. And it's that's something that's really important to me is that we're growing together. Um, and that is with our weight loss. So I haven't mentioned it that much, um, a little bit on my Instagram, but Jordan's also been on a weight loss journey. He's down over 50 pounds. I'm down over 20 pounds. So to be, and I know you feel this too with you and Jeff, like to be doing it together and to be improving your health as a couple is just, it makes it so much. Game changer. It's a game changer. Like not only are you like proud of each other in those steps, but it's also makes it so much easier for yourself when you're going through all of these hard things together and you're, you know, you're trying to work towards these goals, but the other person is too. It's so much easier than when they're just like, yeah, no, I'm going to go have like a Big Mac and a Coke for dinner. And you're like, well, I really want that, but I know I shouldn't. So doing it together um, and having those big milestones together and just even looking like we'll have like a picture come up on, you know, like Facebook or whatever from a year ago. And I'm like, oh my God, like look at us from like a year ago yeah. to now. It's insane. Yeah, no, you guys have both been doing amazing. And it's, um, it's just, it really does make a world of difference when you, because it's so easy if like your partner isn't on that journey too, or really good at not like tempting your goals. Like, cause that's the thing you can have a, like, even when Jeff hasn't been on a journey with me, he's always extremely supportive of it. Right. But if he's like, I'm going to make a cocktail, do you, like, if you're not strong, like, and he's like always wanting to like, it hey, just you makes want to go so much do this harder. and you're like, oh yeah, I actually, like you said, <laughs> yeah, I do want a big Mac and a Coke. Yeah. Out. So, um, that actually does sound great. Thank you. So at least if you both have those like similar goals that you're working towards, you're both not tempting each other as much. And exactly. It just, yeah, it's great. No, it's been an absolutely awesome year and it's so nice to look back at a year and say like, oh my God, look what I've done because I've had years where I look back and I'm like, I haven't really done anything. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like the year, it hasn't been a bad year, but I, I don't really have any like milestones that I've, or goals yeah. that I like work towards this year. So to have a few of those um, just makes the end of the year so much more exciting. But let's get into yours because I know you had a huge year too. 2023 was definitely like a year. I mean, it, <laughs> it was, was a big year for you. A lot of stuff. <laughs> I mean, I kicked off the year freshly engaged because I mean... We're coming up on the one year. Well, when you guys hear this, it's already been exactly like pretty much a year since we got engaged because we got engaged last Christmas. So we had like kicked off the year, freshly engaged. We knew we wanted to get married in 2023. So we kind of spent that. Well, we started going to different venues and we're quickly realizing, well, we want to get married this year and everything's like pretty much already like they're still recovering from the pandemic. So there's a lot of rescheduled weddings that like we were just learning how like backed up, backed up things already were. So we were like, okay, if we think we really want to get like married this year, we need to spend our weekends focusing on that. So we did. And I mean, we spent that month of January really just working on full blown planning mode and having all the big deals, big details of the wedding planned out. And so, um, The wedding obviously took a big chunk of our year from the planning and just all of the fun events that come along with it, like the dress shopping and the bridal shower. And of course, like the most memorable bachelorette party with some of (laughs) all of the most important women in my life. Like that was obviously like a super big highlight. Um, But it's also so hard to say 
like the biggest moment of the year when I think I really did have two big, big moments like within six months. It's like, obviously marrying Jeff is the big one. That's the main one because whether I had my surgery or not, like that's obviously the big thing. Um, I know I've said it before, but it's so hard in the moment when you're going through the heartbreak and the struggles of divorce. Um, that truly is worth every minute of it. Like it I would go Agreed. through divorce and all of that shittiness that came with it all over again if it still meant that I was going to end up with Jeff because I just feel so blessed every day Aww. to have a man that loves me as much as he does and I just feel like it's it's just so hard to see in the moment in the moment that there is something better and there truly is and I mean when I thought my 20s were fun and great and whatever like I had no idea what my future was going to look like. And I just am so happy that I got to marry Jeff this year and he stuck with me for the rest of his life. Your husband. Um, But yeah, but then there's my weight loss surgery. There was something that I had thought about doing so many times over the years. And then last year in November, I finally made that decision to move forward with, with it. And then I had my VSG on May 8th. And after now seven months, I've lost over 110 pounds which is obviously mind-blowing to me. Um, It was just a tool I needed so desperately. And the way my life has changed from it is just so unreal. Not just how I look, but like the way I feel every day. I truly got my life back and I feel better than I think I have ever felt in my adult life. I mean, I've now, when I've spent the last five years, like kind of dwell, because I know you feel it too. You always... 2018 was the best you felt and so you constantly and that 2018 was the best I felt and so it's like you're just constantly like striving to have that feeling again and now I'm like not only have I gotten back to that I've surpassed it like I'm now in my bed where I used to keep thinking continuing to go yeah Yeah. like where I keep thinking like no I just need to get back to how I was in 2018 it's like okay I got there I'm past that not done and now I officially know I'm like in the best like shape and health I've been in truly in my adult life which is amazing yeah it it feels absolutely great um and I'm just really excited to keep working towards that um and my goals that I'm going to set for myself in 2024 with this weight loss journey and the thought that I could be at my goal next year is really crazy and exciting to think about but um I don't know. I hear people say this all of the time. So it always sounds so like cliche, but it can't be more true for me. And it's really that the only thing I regret about having weight loss surgery is not doing it sooner. So, so in other words, no regrets, no regrets, (laughs) no regrets, no regrets. So yeah, the wedding, obviously the surgery. And then, um, of course then I can't like not talk about my career, um, as well, because that was a huge shift and change in my year that, Obviously, I wasn't expecting, but I mean, when I started my job at Taco Bell two years ago, it was something totally new to me. I was joining an absolutely new field, new career, and it was super scary, and it took me a lot of learning, and honestly, it took like over a year for me to actually feel like comfortable. Like, even though I knew what I was doing, I always was never feeling comfortable with the job, you know? Because you're just, you feel intimidated when you don't know. And even if you think you know, I don't know. I just was always feeling very intimidated by my job. But this year, I felt like I had finally hit a groove. And I felt so good about where I was with the company. I had learned so much. I felt like I was actually really good at what I was doing. And 
I just started having all these visions of growth ahead. And so um, to get laid off in September was definitely the biggest blow. I mean, I've never been unemployed like this and I'm finding myself in uncharted territory right now as I've just never been in a job hunt like this. I've been at a job where I'm like, okay, I think I'm ready for like something new. And so I've started looking or opportunities have come my way. But um, I'm finding the two hardest things with this to be motivation and confidence. One motivation to just like look and apply for jobs every day. Like it's exhausting to literally get my like come home from the gym and be like, okay, you need to go sit on the computer, get on LinkedIn, go on Indeed. Like you need to start doing some stuff for a little bit. Like the motivation is what's really hard. Um, and then two, confidence, um, the confidence that I can do jobs. I find myself getting extremely discouraged by job descriptions. I just like everything I read is like, I don't think I could do that. And then I'm like, Laura, you didn't think you could do anything at Taco Bell. And like, and you, you were able all. to do it. Yep. And things are worded so. But they do that because they want you, they don't want you to be able to say like, that's not my job. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like, there's, you have to just remember that. And I always remember this quote. I don't know if it's true or not, whatever, but there's always that quote that I've heard people say, men apply for a job if they think they meet 60% of the listed requirements, where women only apply for jobs if they think they meet 100% of the criteria listed. And I've like, always felt like that. Like if there's one, there could be 20 bullets. And if there's one that I don't understand, or I don't, <laughs> like, I'm like, oh, I don't think I could do this. Like, and then it's like, and then you're throwing like, yourself out. Exactly. So it's like, they don't have to set up an interview. It's like, it's kind of how I always gave you a hard time when you were dating. It's like, yeah. I was like, girl, just swipe right. You don't, you're not marrying the guy. Like, you don't even have to go on a date. Like, you might not even swipe right. Like, just put your name in his bucket. Come exactly. on. Exactly. <laughs> so it's kind of the same thing. It's like, I know it can also be discouraging if you're just applying for like a ton of jobs and you're not getting calls, but it's like, well, I'm not going to get a call if I don't at least send in my resume. Right. So um, that's kind of like the two big things I'm finding is my struggle as I look for a job. But um, yeah, so then 2024, I think it's going to be kind of a lot of the same. Like it's going to be a big year, I think, of my weight loss journey and your next us career seeing step. where my career goes. So. Which is so exciting. Yeah. I mean, I hope it's early 2024 <laughs> we get that figured out. But um, yeah, I'm excited to see where I end up and I just really hope it's somewhere that I'm happy and I can even grow more from. And yeah, we'll see. I'm so excited. We both had huge years and I'm so excited to see what comes in the next year. And if any of our listeners are hiring managers out there. I know. Send, send those job listings Laura's <laughs> way. Connections are everything. <laughs> I know. There are a few people on Instagram that send me stuff and I'm always very thankful. Because so. like, I feel like they know me as good as I know myself. Because I'm like, like they listen. I was like, these are jobs that would... <laughs> Or go with my personality and my experience and things That's like awesome. that. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, let's get into some weekend updates. How was your past weekend? Weekend. Um, weekend was good. I felt like it was like all Christmas, all weekend. It was very festive. We kicked off our Thursday night. Um, a couple of years ago, we kind of, we didn't know it was going to start a tradition, but now we've done it now every year for the last few years, but... Um, we go to the Blind Rabbit, which is a speakeasy out here in Anaheim at the Anaheim Packing House. And um, it's a cute little speakeasy. I mean, it sits maybe 25 people it's in there. It's tiny. It's a tiny little spot. 
But during the holidays, they decorate it all for Christmas and they have a fun seasonal Christmas menu. And so we like to go have dinner, have a drink or two and just like enjoy the Christmas music. And I actually loved it at one point during all their Christmas music. They played um, Tis the Damn Season by... Love it. And I was like, I love that they're including that as a Christmas song. And... Jeff was a little like, I can't even get away from her during like Christmas music. <laughs> no, you cannot. And there was like five girls in the place that were just like singing. Like every like they were so happy You're to like, that You're like, this song. is my happy place right now. <laughs> um, but from there, we then go to um, a nearby city called La Mirada, where they do a big house. A house goes all out and they do a Griswold Christmas house. Um, and as a big Christmas vacation fan, this is always just something fun for me. And Jeff's always like, you want to go again? I'm like... Yes, like it's just it's my thing. Yeah, I love it. It's makes me happy to go walk around there and it's always very like just spirited and stuff. But um the first year we went, I had remembered seeing um it on the news. I had seen it in previous years, but this year like he had done more stuff and I remembered seeing that um the city was finding him and telling him he needed to take so he's like a single story house. And he, like, adds what looks like an addition. So it looks like the Griswold house as a two-story. Oh, that's cool. But really, it's just... He's like, there's... It's not drywall. It's literally just, like, like a facade. Yeah. And so he was like... And they were like, well, you didn't get building permits. And so there was no oh inspection. And this and that. So you need to take it down. He's like, it's literally just a Christmas decoration, just like anything else that I'm putting on my roof. And so... Um, even though it looks legit like a second floor... But so that year they were like, well, you're going to be fine $100 the first week. You don't take it down. $100 a second, $500 a third, $500 oh a fourth. Gosh. And he opted to just pay it that year. Wow. And then he took it down after Christmas. But um, he still does it annually. So I'm like, I have never seen anything in the news since I think that was in 2021. So I'm like, does he just get fined every year? Did he maybe after Christmas, like, Talk to the Especially city. if this Maybe was in the news, people might have like gone to board meetings and whatever and been like, Possibly. stop it. Stop ruining had, our Christmas Yeah, period. and he does take, to, he has like a box where he like takes, to, but I've always like just thought it was just to help pay the bills. Because I mean, he has like, it is just like so much. He uh, has all the different characters set up. He has a big station wagon with a tree on it. He has a big cousin and RV on like one side of the yard. Like how fun. It really is just a fun site for anyone who's a big Christmas fan, vacation fan like we are. Um, so that was kind of our little Thursday night. Friday, um, started my day with a Zumba class and then I was cooking a good chunk of the day, um, because we were going to have some friends over that night. Jeff decided like a week or two prior to plan a little casual Christmas hangout. He's like, I don't want to make it a big party, but I just want to like, he keeps wanting to invite people over to, so we can try to get rid of alcohol <laughs> from the wedding. That's like always the thing. Like anytime we invite people over, he's like, don't bring alcohol. Like, we got it covered. <laughs> We're drinking our beer. And so um, he like played bartender all night so we could try to put a dent in the alcohol from the wedding and I had just cooked up some Italian food. We had about 15 or so people over and it was just a nice, fun and casual evening. We had dinner and then sat around the bonfire and hung out. So, um, and I was trying to think of based on like all the booze he had out and stuff. I was like wanting to drink something new that night and French 75s are now my new thing. Oh my God. That sounds so good. Have you ever had a French 75? It has champagne in it, right? Or Prosecco? It's yeah, it's gin, lemon juice, like a little bit of um, like simple syrup and then champagne. Ooh, or that sounds amazing. And it's a, like the way I think it tastes is like a lemon, like 
a festive lemon drop. Because you know, I would gin, love that. Because gin has that like, because um, a lot of people who don't like gin say it tastes like pine salt. I don't feel that way. But it because <laughs> it has that like kind of, like you said, I guess herbally medicinal type yes. flavor to it. It To me, it tastes kind of like a little bit more of a festive lemon oh, drop. I would love that. With like a little bit of the bubbles because of the... Um, Prosecco or champagne. But yeah, Annie had sent me a reel a couple days prior of this girl drinking them. And she had sent it to me because she wanted me to read the comments because the comment section was funny. But like that day I was like, now I want a French 75. I hadn't had one in years. And so I had to make them. And I was like, okay, these are delicious. And this is like, (laughs) these are my new new favorite now. But um, yeah, so good. Um, so yeah, Saturday morning, woke up, went to the farmer's market, walked around there, had a great little morning to myself. I went and got coffee, did some farmer's market shopping. This is my reminder to you guys that if you aren't enjoying your local farmer's markets, you need to go check them out. I haven't been to one in so long. Oh my gosh, Steph. I'm like, every time I go, I'm like, I don't go enough. Like I'm obsessed. And I felt like I didn't like get that much. And then I got home and I was like, it still smelled like $60. (laughs) I came home with a bag full of stuff, but um, I also know that we are very fortunate here in Southern California to have farmers year markets round. year round, yes. where I know most of you don't have them during the winter. But um, I think a lot of people, when they hear a farmer's market, if they are not like somebody who goes to them, they just think it's just produce, which they are. And the produce is amazing because it is pricier than the grocery store usually, but the quality is freaking fantastic. And I also like that they always let you like sample all the fruits and veggies I and love stuff that. before you buy them. But other than that, there's always, at least a lot of the farmer's markets I go to, there's like so much more than the produce and stuff. Like there's so many vendors, like, cause the one in here in orange, there's like a whole like shopping section to like vendors who are selling like clothes and candles, like little boutique, Aww, like booths and stuff, which is super cute. But there's also like a couple cheese vendors and meat vendors and florals and Eggs. Soups and breads and homemade pasta, which was like killer oh when I got God. that. Some of the bread we got this weekend was amazing. There was a goat cheese farm that I've always wanted to go to. And they happened to be there. And so I got like, tried all of their cheese. Like every cheese Yum. they had, I tried all of them and I bought some. It was so freaking good. But yeah, there's literally people who make like homemade yogurts and oh stuff. Oh my gosh. And um, juice, fresh juice, squeezed juice and kombucha. Like so many things. It's Yum. just a great way to support small and local. And you get to have like yummy meals from it and stuff it's just fun and I always say I need to go more so I'm like okay I went I need to like at least go once a month or something because yeah there's like so many fun there was like this uh pizza vendor that it was like take and bake so like they were oh cool they looked amazing but like so the pizzas are already made but they're just not cooked and then you You take it home home pop in your oven I love that um but yeah so that was my little Saturday morning at the farmer's market and um, Saturday night, we had a party that we were going to. And Jeff and I both mentioned to each other, because we're big hosters. We tend to, like, host, host a everything. lot of parties. And we both said to each other how excited we were to go to a party that we weren't throwing. Because <laughs> we were like, when was the last time we went to a party that wasn't, Aww. like, one of our own? And just to not have to think about it or do anything besides, like, bring an app and, like, I was like, we can show up when we want. We leave, can leave when, we, when want. we want. I was like, this is amazing. <laughs> Mind you, getting an Uber on Saturday night was a nightmare. I'm still worried about getting our Uber at five in the morning on Wednesday to go to the airport after our last. So I don't know what is happening to Uber. Like, Are you guys going to Orange County this yeah. time? I mean, I don't know. It. I literally put in for an Uber because I had checked Uber. I always check Uber and Lyft. 
and Lyft was like double the price at the moment. Oh my god! So I was on, so I'm on Uber, and I'm like, and it's like doing the searching for a driver. Did that for 15 minutes. And I was like, Jeff, just checked. While it's still like searching, check Lyft again. The price had gone down. So I was like, okay, you try to do Lyft in it. And his took still a couple minutes, but it eventually got us a Lyft so driver. So you just had to pay more. So I just canceled. No, it ended up, the price had dropped. Oh, good, by good, Because it had been like 15 minutes since I had looked. And I just didn't want to cancel me in the queue with Uber. So I was like, you start trying to get a Lyft. And then if you get a Lyft, I'll just I'll cancel. cancel. And so, yeah, I looked, tried to get an Uber for like over 15 minutes. Brian and Annie... They said the same thing. They were able to get them, but the drivers kept canceling. That's what happened to us. The driver was literally on our exit and canceled. Like We were like, you're two minutes away. Like you yeah. drove all the way here from like 10 minutes away. So frustrating. We have a theory that Uber X's, like just the basic Ubers are uh-huh. harder to get. But if you try to get like an Uber Comfort or an Uber XL or something like that, that yeah. you have less like issues. So yeah, you might be paying like $5 more for the ride or something, but you'll get a car quicker. So I don't know why that is. I don't know if it's like an Uber conspiracy well, or if that's... We did take an XL, or actually both of us, because I forgot. We took an XL to the bar after the party because there were six of us, and that we got within 10 minutes. We got a driver right away. It just took them time to get to us, and then getting one from the bar home was like... Easy. Immediate. Like, so it might just be so a timing it thing, just, too. I, it could be, but I was like... It's like 6.45, like on <laughs> holiday weekend. Like, yeah. why is there no drivers? Come on. But, um, yeah, was just really excited to go to a party <laughs> that I wasn't having to do the cleanup, the prep, any of that. It was literally so much fun. It's a party our friends Chris and Michael do every year. It's called a Drunk Elephant Party. And they probably had like 30 or 40 people. So much good food and drinks. Like, um, And it was just a nice night out. Like, they had... I think six heaters out and they had a bonfire pit. So like everything was outside, but they had it nice and like Toasty. comfortable and warm. Nice. I didn't have my jacket on most of the night. Oh, that's nice. I had also been drinking a fair <laughs> amount. So that could be part of it. But um, yeah, so their gift exchange is, like I said, it's called a drunk elephant gift exchange. So you have to bring some type of alcohol themed drink if you want to participate. So um Alcohol themed drink or gift? I'm sorry, gift. Okay. So whether that's just a nice bottle of booze or wine glasses, like wine glass, like, like something just like alcohol or alcohol adjacent. Gotcha. So I had happened to see. I kept thinking like, okay, what am I gonna bring? And there was like, you know, how like Target before Christmas, like they've been having like big deals like every day. Yes. So one day um, they had these a two pack of Stanley wine tumblers. Cute. That were thirty five percent off. Nice. So I think it put them at like. $19 or something oh, for two. Amazing. And I was like, that seems like a nice gift. Like the two, everybody likes the nice, oh, like yeah. insulated tumblers. So it came with two of those. And then I was like, and I'll put up a bottle of wine with it and it'll perfect. be perfect. And then, um, Jeff did a bottle of tequila with a bottle of margarita mix. Nice. And did, like a little margarita box. And, um, I ended up, I kept, cause I'm like, okay, I want to get like, we don't need booze, but I want to participate. I'm not yeah. one who wants to like, cause that was the thing. Jeff was like, we don't really need it. I was like, yeah, but I want to do it. Just because I want to be part of it. Yeah. I don't want to, like, not... So I was like, okay, at least what can I try to get that isn't going to go... Because, like, most booze doesn't go bad. Yeah. And, like, that will actually use. Because I was like, if I get stuck with, like, Jack Daniels or something, I'm going to be so annoyed. <laughs> um, so when it got to me, there was a... And I think it was the thing Annie brought. It was a big kettle one. Get, so it came with, like, two glasses, which I didn't really care about the glasses. But I was like, I like kettle one. Yeah, you know, it's a big vodka. bottle of ca- kettle, so I'll take that. So I stole that from a lady. 
And then a couple rounds later, she stole it back. Somebody else stole it from me. So I had to, um, I then, at that point, somebody had opened a big bottle of Grey Goose. So I went and stole that. So at this point, I'm like just determined to get vodka. Like, cause I'm like, I know that will You've drink made up that. your mind. So then I go, that gets stolen from me. And then somebody had already stolen this big bottle, like giant bottle of Belvedere. And I knew, cause everything can only get stolen twice. And I was like, okay, if it can get to me before it gets closed then out, it's done. if I get that, it's done and nobody can take it from me. And I was able to get it. And there I was you like, go. I ended up of all the vodkas that were there. It was the biggest bottle too. So I was like, <laughs> I felt like I got the most bang for my gift. There you go. And, and then Jeff had this nice bottle of cab that he was like excited he had gotten and literally he had it because he was like number three and there was like 30 of us playing <laughs> and literally the whole time he's ever all of us kept saying I think you're good like everyone's stealing like the booze like nobody's gonna steal your wine I think you're good like and he was like pretty happy and literally like at the <laughs> end some lady took his cab from him and when he went and opened a new gift he opened like a Hello Kitty champagne <laughs> and he was like I'm actually okay with this. <laughs> Laura's so, like, that'll end up being mine. Yeah, so that works out that, for me too. Is that for my French 75? <laughs> um, but yeah, so it was just, I always enjoy doing those. And so it was fun, but uh, we were literally the last ones there pretty much at the party. And it was wrapping up around midnight. And then our buzzed asses were like, hey, let's get an Uber and go to Paul's because that's <laughs> all we want to do now all the time. Not what we want to do, but it's always our great idea to go to Paul's. <laughs> um, it was definitely a drunk decision. <laughs> and so we all got over there. We closed it down. We were really proud that we were there for last call. Like all of us were like, we don't know the last time we were anywhere for last, last call. call. <laughs> so um, we ended up, as soon as there was last call, we left and got our Ubers home. But yeah, I definitely drank too much. Probably the most I've drank since having my surgery. So I felt awful going to bed. But thankfully, I woke up not feeling too bad. Oh, good. You recovered. Yeah. So it was was definitely one of those where I was like, oh, I should not have drank that much. But and then I woke up and I had still lost a pound. So I was really (laughs) proud. (laughs) Love that for you. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so it was definitely like I wasn't feeling awful, but I definitely it was like. You wake, you can wake up not feeling hungover, but still feel like I don't want to do shit, shit right today. Now. Yes. Yeah. So it was nice to like wake up knowing we had no plans and we were gonna could just have the nice lazy day at home to watch football. Um. So yeah, we did that pretty much all day. Only thing we did that night was we ended up ending our festive Christmas weekend going to see all of the winners of the Christmas decoration contest that happens every year in Old Town Orange. So we, excuse me, we walked around to the different neighborhoods, did all that. And it was a nice little end to our weekend. I love how like Christmassy your weekend was. It, it was, was like, like two in a row for did. you. Yeah. So fun. It was. Oh my God. Except, okay. I don't think I'll cry. But um, <laughs> there, so we're like walking, like one of the blocks that we were walking was like the block that had won best block. And when we get, I see this guy has like a big sign in his, um, in his like, uh, on his front yard. So I like walk over there and I like start reading it. It's like this guy saying that his wife of 42 years, they lived in that home together all 42 oh years. Oh my gosh. And she passed away the weekend of Jeff and I's wedding. Mm. And he was like talking about all that. And I'm like, and Jeff's like, because he just sees like tears like streaming down my face. He's like, what? I was like, just read it. And he was like, and it said that like all of the neighbor, her name was like Gloria or something. And all of the neighbors... 
So this cute street has like those old school like light posts down the street. And he said that the neighbors put a wreath on with a pink ribbon on every single light post on the street in honor of her this year because she loved Christmas and oh, I was like done. And I was like, I think I'm like PMSing this weekend too, so that (laughs) doesn't help. But I was like sobbing. But to like to love somebody that much for that many years, and then obviously to have the neighbors love her too, like to leave this world and then like still have people honoring you like that is like so sweet it was how was your weekend (laughs) (laughs) literally like wiping tears right now um my weekend was good um friday was my last day of work for 2023 so that was very exciting um i absolutely love like there's not many perks i get working (laughs) the public sector but getting two weeks off um at christmas is definitely a perk so that made the workday motivate motivating and then we were invited to multiple events that night. So we were invited to your Christmas hangout at your house. And then there was a Christmas party with some of my coworkers that we were invited to. And there was a boat parade slash movie night Christmas party at Jordan's work. And he his was actually the one that came up first. So we had already kind of committed to that, but we knew we had these other things. So all week it was like trying to like figure out what's the plan. And he was... Like, leaning towards going to his work thing, but not wanting to, like, commit, commit. And that morning, we both woke up, and I was just, like, we were both kind of just not excited about it. And both, like, you know what? We really just want to be, like, not sick yeah. <laughs> when, like, our flight comes around for Washington the next week. So, like, maybe we should just, like, avoid big group settings. So, we did, and we were um, actually, like, glad that we did that. We just had a pretty chill night. We just went to dinner at the Irvine Spectrum and had sushi and then just like did a hot lap around the spectrum looked at like their Christmas tree and all the pretty lights they do and um we definitely did dinner on like grandma time like I think we did dinner at like 4 30 or 5 so we were (laughs) home pretty early which was nice um and then Saturday woke up got all my housework done in the morning I had told Jordan, like, I one of the first things I do every morning is look at the weather. Like, I'm, like, obsessed with seeing, like, what the yeah. weather is that day. And so it was supposed to be, like, a beautiful day. Like, almost 80 degrees and sunny oh, yeah. all Friday day. Friday and Saturday, it was, like, 80s. Like, it was, gorgeous. Like, warm and gorgeous, yeah. And so I told him, like, it's supposed to be such a pretty day. I would love to just, like, go sit outside at a brewery and have a beer and just kind of, like, enjoy the nice weather. So I got all my, like, housework done in the morning. And then he actually, like, put the plan together. So he picked the brewery, which is one that we haven't been to, called Villains in Anaheim. Uh, my friend Park my friend partner my friend Tommy is actually a partner of um villains and smoke and fire and everything and so since we had planned to head out around two we realized we weren't hungry yet at two and villains like is a brewery where like you also want to eat there like that's not just one of those breweries that you want to go have a beer so we decided to do monkish first so I've been to the monkish in Torrance but didn't even know that they had an Anaheim one it's apparently been there for like two or three years I had Has no it idea. Been there that long? I thought it said since 2021. I think that's when they like said they were going to open, but oh, I don't even think they, they really opened it until like a year ago. Okay. Well, they had like yeah. the cutest little like outdoor patio area. It was like so nice to just be like outside where it was warm in the sun and their beer was really good. It had been years since I've been to the Torrance yeah, I one. I haven't either. And then we walked over to Villains and ran into Tommy. I like didn't even think to like tell him we were going because I didn't think he actually like worked at that one I thought he worked at like another location um so it was really cool he gave us like a whole tour of the place we went up and toured their new I think it's called craftsman 1912 yeah is that what it's called okay so 
So he like took us in there. It wasn't even open yet and gave us like the whole tour. It's so cool. I want to do it so bad, except I don't know if I can make it through an eight course meal we is my only to, problem. Because we have the Tommy connection, we need to just be like, can you just see if me and my friend can share yeah. it and just like explain like we literally physically yeah. can't eat that. Exactly. So will you just make an exception? I have we'll a tip really good. Yeah, we'll tip good. We, yeah, we'll, we still, promise. we'll tip on two meals. Yes. But we just want to get one. Exactly. Um, and then he took us over to like the little pool area, which Laura and I have been to back when this brewery was modern times. And so that's what I want to know. What's the pool area like now? So the pool area, it's, pr- it's pretty similar to what it was when modern times was there. Just some lounge chairs, some like bar table type situations. They still have the bar out there. It was obviously closed because it's December. Um, but he was saying like that you can like rent it for private parties. So like they had a private party the night before and they were having a private party the next day. And he actually was like mad at me. He's like, like jokingly mad at me. He's like, yeah, like you have a friend that owns a brewery, but you're like still going to Brewery X. Like you could have like this whole like pool situation for your next meetup. And I was like, all right, I'm going to add it to like our scouting list for our next uh, meetups because it is a cool area. I think it'd be way more fun in the summer, but I think that's when like they're probably not going to offer free Mm -hmm parties yeah that's when that's when they're gonna want people out there and they're not even letting people use the pool though right no no not yet um so that was cool and then he like spoiled us and brought out like a bunch of tasters of all of his favorite beers and seltzers and it was just really fun um it exceeded our expectations like i know i love smoke and fire i've been to a few of the smoke and fires we've been to craft by smoke and fire together their food is insane it's not healthy by any means but it's so good um, but their beer exceeded my expectations. Um, their food met my expectations. I know their food's good. And their seltzers is what, what I was the most surprised about. Because I am not a brewery seltzer girl, unless it's Brewery X. Yeah. Like, I think seltzers at breweries typically suck. And theirs were so good. The first one I had was like kind of like an orange soda type seltzer Mm -hmm. but it's not very like carbonated Mm -hmm. which he was saying like that's the I actually didn't even realize it wasn't very carbonated until he said that and he's like that's kind of the difference of ours is like a lot of people don't like all that carbonation and ours are just like easier to drink or whatever and I'm like actually they are but it literally tasted like an orange soda and then he brought his favorite one which I forgot what it was called but it's basically kind of like a fruit punch type one Mm -hmm. and that's not something I feel like I would normally order just off a description yeah but it was so freaking good even jordan was like if i ever go back there like i'm not even getting beer like i'm getting that fruit punch like seltzer Mm -hmm. so it was really good it was really fun cool vibe like packed it's always packed um and it was just nice to like finally i've told jordan about tommy so many times and vice versa and it was nice to like oh have they not met yet they've never met Oh, okay that's cool then so it was really nice to like introduce them together um or to each other and just nice to run into him when like i didn't even think to tell him we were going because i didn't expect him to be there yeah um so that was our saturday and it was kind of fun that like it we knew we wanted to go out and like sit in the sun and have a beer but it just turned into like a longer longer of a day or longer of a night or whatever and it just ended up being like super fun I think some of those like more spontaneous um outings end up being the most fun ones I have one more question though so the restaurant and bar that are next door um is the bar like on the first floor and the restaurants on the set like how is 
The bar is separate, for, right? For Craftsman. Yeah. Um, so the bar in the Craftsman 1912 restaurant, like you walk in and the bar is downstairs, mm-hmm. but they have seating upstairs and downstairs. Oh, okay. They also have two secret rooms where it's like a bookshelf. And if you push the bookshelf, it mm-hmm. goes in and there's like tables and stuff. And so I was asking him, like, I'm like, well, what does it take to like get one of those secret rooms? Like, yeah. I want a secret room, you know? And he's like, oh, you just like ask when you make the reservation or whatever. I'm like, it seems like it should be more difficult than yeah. that. <laughs> But okay, I'll give it a whirl. Okay, now my new goal is I want us to go there, and I just want him to approve me and you can share. Yes, like Tom, that's all we need to do. I'm gonna, I'm gonna reach out. Annie wants to go too, so yeah. maybe we. Go we'll get, to we'll the get a little girls. group together. Yeah. Yes, um, and, and then, I want the secret room now too. <laughs> <laughs> we have to have the secret room, um, and but it's such a good deal. Like honestly, if you are looking for like a nicer restaurant for an anniversary or Valentine's Day or whatever. It's an eight course menu for $110 and it includes a cocktail. Yeah. Like that's, in, that's to me, that's a very good deal. Oh, $110 for an eight course meal. And, and with a co- food, with your first cocktail. And like every video, like, cause I've seen like reels and stuff of people going there and they always look so good. So freaking good. Yeah. I definitely want to try it. Um, Sunday we had planned for a lazy Sunday. So I love during football season, like, that is our plan. Like, that's what we plan for. So, like, if I have a friend that reaches out asking what I'm doing Sunday, like, even though we don't have plans, like, that is our plan not to have a plan. <laughs> so I can say that, you know? Um, so we just finished up all of our chores and got everything that we needed to do um, done and then really just plan to sleep in, which is an LOL for me because I, like, typically don't know how to do that. And watched football. We got something yummy for lunch. Jordan picked up um, Hawaiian food. So he went like all the way to Costa Mesa, like Newport Costa Mesa to this oh, Hawaiian place he okay, likes. That was the place he tried to get me and Jeff to go with him the weekend Yes. <laughs> he literally went the weekend before too. Because he told me it was like a Hawaiian, some, oh, it was a Hawaiian place he loved in Costa Mesa. So that it's, must have been the same place. So he had got it the weekend before and I didn't like place an order there or whatever. But I tried some of like the chicken that he got and it was so like stupid good. And so he wanted to get it again this week. And then I had FOMO from not having it the week before. So I wanted it. <laughs> so you, And it's like, I just love like this new life of, you know, how long it takes me to finish a meal. And it's like, I would have finished that in one meal this time last year. Now it's like, that was my lunch and my dinner, you yeah. know, like that lasts me all day. Um, but it was just nice to stay at home, chill and relax. And then today, like we said, we are recording together and then about to meet our friends for dinner tonight. So I'm super excited. Yeah, me too. Well, let's get into wellness updates. Our last wellness updates of the year. Last wellness update. So, I mean, not too much new over this last week. Um, I was really excited though, because this week I did hit my next milestone, which was hitting 110 yesterday. I'm at 110.8 pounds down. So almost 111, whoop, whoop. which I'm just blown away by every day. Um, Honestly, and just this year being able to make it through the holiday season, saying that I'm enjoying all the fun things that come along with the holiday season while also still moving towards my goals. Like maybe I'm not losing as much as I could or anything, but I'm still losing weight this month and I still feel like I've been doing like so much around the holidays. Yeah. Like you're not like restricting anything. No. And still losing. Because I mean, I mean, same thing this week, like we've been out doing something the last few nights and... We have double date tomorrow night with Brian and Annie and like there's literally still things like pretty much every night leading up to Christmas. So um, just with that being said, continuing to just like make sure, okay, if this is what I'm doing, I can, I need to still be moving my body as much as I can. And when I am home making the best decisions decisions I can. 
So um, the one thing though today was I had shared about a month ago, I had my six month checkup with my surgeon. And when we had gotten together, he had said in a month, give me an update. I want to know how much you've lost in a month. And we'll see if we want to try to incorporate injections or like and add that to the equation or let's touch base again in another month. So I basically reached out to his team today. I was like, okay, in the last month I lost 12.8 pounds. Um, since seeing him, let him know, have him get in touch with me this week. If, Figure out a plan if, if needed. we need to, or if we just want to talk again next month. Nice. So we'll see how that goes. I haven't heard, I sent them that around probably lunchtime today and I haven't heard back yet. So he's probably in Christmas mode too. Well, that's it. Yeah. Like I'm <laughs> sure he's not going to be around that much. And, um, his team, I'm sure, need it. Because I can, like, text them. They have, like, a texting system. That's so nice. So I can just text them, and I don't know if somebody will get back to me. But um, I'm sure they had to wait. Because I think Mondays are his surgery days, usually. So okay. he's probably in surgery. Busy day for day. him. Yep. But what about you? How about your wellness updates? I know we've kind of talked a lot about stuff going on with you lately. I was like, okay, we need to talk about this on the podcast. <laughs> So I hit a big milestone on Friday. I literally like took a screenshot of the scale and like, or my scale app and like sent it to Laura. And I was like, oh my God. So I'm back in Wonderland. Ooh. And honestly, I hate that word so much. Like I think it's, it's always been like a cringy like saying for me. Like I remember back in like 2018, like when I got back there, like I was like so proud to say it because that's what everybody said. But I was like, it, like that word just bugged me at the same time too. Basically I have a one on the in the front of the scale now and it's been a long time since I've had that so very very proud I've been waiting for that milestone and yes I finally freaking hit it because if you don't if you don't recall the week before I was at like two I think it was like 200 on the dot like I was like really like not 0.1 pounds like like 0.2 to be under yeah it was like ridiculous Um, but I'm getting a lot of questions about my process for getting semaglutide so I just uploaded um a reel today so you can go check that out but basically I know I've talked about this a little bit here but I this is just going to be a quick like in a nutshell I had a doctor that was not open to weight like discussing weight loss medication whatsoever switch doctors um in between switching doctors I had a couple friends that were using a compound semaglutide and so I contacted that online provider got a prescription for it and started it and then a couple weeks after starting met with my new doctor who was super open to discussing weight loss medication and prescribed me Wagovi. And that was like October 7th. And we're now, you know, December, almost, almost three months, three months later. And I still can't get Wagovi because of the shortage. So the compound like an alert, like how do you find out when they're so the pharmacy that he recommended I'm going through to go through as a specialty pharmacy through UCI. So I'm on a wait list for them. But it's like you, there's barely a budge. Yeah. Yeah. And he's even involved, like I've contacted him and like he's, but there's only so much he can do. Like they literally don't get, like there's some weeks that they get none. There's some weeks where they get one, you know? And so it's just, it's frustrating, but I'm glad that I have like this compound option that A, I decided to get started on. Like I'm glad like I had people in my life that have been doing this because I I wouldn't have known, you know, like there's not many people that talk about this. I wouldn't have even known that was a thing. Um, But I'm also happy like I have great 
medical insurance, knock on wood, I hope that never like changes. But once I am able to get Wagobi, I'll be paying like $12 a month versus like 300 that I'm paying right now. So that's huge. Um, But that's kind of, you know, one of the most commonly asked questions that I've been getting. So just to catch everybody back up with that. And then another thing. So Weight Watchers and Oprah have kind of been in the news this week. This is what um, I want to talk about. Yeah, questions. So many questions. So Oprah had an article this past week in People Magazine talking about taking weight loss medication. So I had shared it in a couple GLP-1 Facebook groups, um, and there were such mixed responses. It was so weird. There were so many people happy that she's helping to break the stigma about weight loss medication because there is a huge stigma. And then there were so many others like hating on her because she initially came out kind of like against weight loss medication. Like, I guess, like I didn't follow this, but I guess she came out a while back saying like weight loss medications were the easy way out and you don't need them, which obviously she said if she was a, you know, board member or partner or whatever she is of Weight Watchers. Um, but she's also human and I've been in that exact same boat. Like I'm pretty sure you and I had a conversation months and months and months ago, if not a year ago on here when Weight Watchers bought sequence Mm -hmm. where I kind of even judged that. Like I was like, that doesn't really align with Weight Watchers. Like that doesn't really. Everything we've been like programmed about Weight Watchers over the years, that seemed like everything against what they always told us. Exactly. So it's like. She's human. I'm human. I've judged that same decision. She might have judged that same decision. Um, But basically, she said in the article that she's absolutely done with shaming from other people and particularly herself. And that's just in in regards to weight loss, too. Um, She said for decades, there's been this perception that weight loss comes from willpower. You have to have the willpower. You have to have it in you. If it finally clicks and you have the willpower that you can do it, And a lot of people live with shame because if it was as easy as having willpower, so many more of us would be successful. Like, it's not just willpower. Like, there is something that could be like a flaw in your body, like your thyroid or your whatever in your body or even your mind that is going to prevent you even with willpower from losing the weight. So there Mm -hmm. are people, you know, I think you and I both included in this that need a tool to help us because it's not just willpower and we're trying to break the stigma that it is. It's not just diet and exercise that get you there. You need to focus on those two things too, but a lot of us need like a little bit extra help. Um, I think she's a perfect example that you can have all the money in the world. She literally has all the money in the world. She has private chefs. She has a nutritionist. She has personal trainers. She has absolutely everything that you think you, you know, I would be skinny if I only had. Oh yeah, I always used to say like, if I had all the money and I could hire a chef and a personal trainer and a nutritionist. I'd be skinny. Absolutely. And she's the perfect example that you can have all of that and still not lose the weight on your own. That when there's something broken in your mind or your body that prevents you from doing it on your own or with the help of, you know, all this... (laughs) expensive yeah um I just think I'm so glad she's coming out and talking about it even though she's getting a little bit of heat and judgment for it too because she's somebody that's since day one always talked about her weight struggles so Mm -hmm. I think people that struggle with weight look to her for advice on that because she's lost and gained and lost and gained so many times 
Um, so kind of a little bit of the Weight Watchers update. So we had talked a while ago about them buying Sequence. So Sequence is like an online, I'm probably gonna butcher like exactly what they are, but they're basically like an online provider. So for people that don't have so health insurance. Like Hen- they're not like Henry Meds? It's different from Henry Meds because they actually can prescribe um, Wagovi and Ozempic. Okay. So, but you're paying for it still. Mm-hmm. So I guess it's people that don't have health insurance or people who their doctor isn't, you know, like my Kaiser doctor was unwilling to have the discussion with me, period. They have doctors that will prescribe it, but you're not getting any kind of deal on it. You're you're still having to take that prescription and send it into your insurance if you have insurance to see what, you know, what they'll cover or pay it out of pocket, which is very, very expensive. Um, But they also just came out with a program for people that are on a GLP-1 medication this past week. Um, So they actually reached out to me a couple weeks ago to collaborate, and it just didn't feel right to me at the time. Like, I wasn't on Weight Watchers. It's been a long time since I was. Um, The ambassador program left a really bad taste in my mouth and kind of left me, like, judgy about the company and kind of how that whole social media thing was run. And so yeah. I was just like, I, and I've been outspoken about it too. So I was like, I don't feel like it's, it's an authentic thing for me to be a part of. So I, I just said no and kept the door open. Um, and the day that the program came out, I don't even follow, or I didn't at the time even follow Weight Watchers anymore, but I wanted to go see, okay, the program comes out today. I want to see like what they're saying about it and like what other people are saying about it. And there really wasn't like that many people like commenting. Like gone are the days where like everybody runs to the Weight Watchers page and has to comment, <laughs> be the first one to comment and like yeah. try to get followers through like Weight Watchers comments. But I was like, I'm just going to look at it in the app. I still have the app. It was the only perk I got to keep from being an ambassador was a lifelong Weight Watchers uh, membership. And I switched my account over to the GLP-1 plan. And I actually think it's pretty cool. I'm double tracking right now. um, But the program, instead of getting like, instead of saying like you have 24 points a day, like use them Mm -hmm. however you want. If you just want to eat 24 points of carbs, go for it. But that's all you get, that Mm -hmm. kind of thing. It focuses on protein, fiber, and water intake. So they give you like targets. So I have like so is it kind of like tracking macro, like a different kind of macro? It, but- it, yeah, it's definitely like tracking a, a macros in a sense more than points. Like I have like a target of 72 protein points or whatever that I'm supposed to hit. And is 72 four protein points, 72 grams of protein? Um, I need to go back and check. Oh, okay. Because I don't think so because the fiber, like my protein, like when I enter things into the app, my protein like goes up way faster than like my fiber. It's oh, okay. crazy. Interesting. Okay. Um, and then water, which is so interesting because it really is that simple as that. Like when you're on a GLP-1 or even probably your weight loss surgery journey, mm-hmm. like anybody that asks, it's like you have to eat, you have to eat protein because that's what fuels your body. That's what's going to help with you know, hair loss, all those other things. Fiber, because of, you know, what happens to your stomach and the constipation and things that can come like that. And then water, like water is going to help in general with anything. I think that's something that people like put off the most, but it really does. It is a game changer in, in a journey. So I'm double tracking. I don't know whether I like it better than calorie counting or not. I think the thing that scares me is like, even though I am on a GLP-1, I think not tracking my calories and seeing how many calories I'm eating, like literally just seeing those three 
things. And like, it's not telling me you went over your calories. It's not telling me you went over your points. It's just, are you hitting your protein, fiber, and water? Mm -hmm. Scares me a little bit. Like if I was just leaning on that, like would there be, you know, on days where alcohol is involved or something, like would I be like way over my calories and just not even know it if that was all I'm doing? Yeah. Um, But I think it's interesting that they are getting so involved. I read an article with the um, CEO, the current CEO of Weight Watchers and a couple other people talking about it. And I just think this conversation is going to keep opening up more and more. I think that the stigma is like lessening when it comes to weight loss medication. And I think people are wanting to try to see that like this isn't for vanity for most of us yeah. wanting to take this. This is like for our health. This We've tried everything. We've you know, and to have and to have a tool in this to help get to your goals faster and to be a healthier version of you. Like, why wouldn't you want to give somebody that when we give people medication for every other disease and illness out there? Yeah. So I'm interested to see how the conversation continues in 2024. But that is my weight loss updates for the week. All right. Well, I definitely if you learn more about the program or you are enjoying it or there's something you're not liking about it, like definitely share about it. Cause Absolutely. I'm, um, it's been a while since Weight Watchers has had like, a bit, I mean, they change their program like every year or two, but this is like brand, kind brand of a new. big, this is kind of like a big, yes. a big change for them. So I'll be curious kind of what more comes out with that. So with that, let's do some Bedwet Dead. All right. We're going to do a New Year edition, and we're going to go New Year's resolutions, New Year's goals, or New Year's word of the year. Okay. Um, crap. I did this in my mind, and <laughs> I already forgot. So I'm going to go to bed with New Year word of the year. I'm going to wed New Year's goal, and I'm going to kill New Year's resolution. Same. Same? Okay. Yeah, I think um, the word of the year um, I really like because, and I did it for a couple years, I feel like it's not very intimidating. It doesn't have any type of um, failureness to it. It's just like, I want to... Put this like, word in If my in word is intention, like, I want to make sure I'm doing things with intention. Like, there's not really... A bad side to it. Yeah. Exactly. Um, I feel like I am past the years of like New Year's resolutions. I feel like that's kind of like the old school way of doing things. Um, And which I feel like a resolution and a goal is kind of the same thing. But um, goals just feel like we should always be setting goals for ourselves. And so I don't, I think that's just where I'm at. Same. I've done the word of the year thing too. And I've liked it when I've done it. But there have also been years where I sit there and I spend so much time trying to pick a year. And I just feel like that's not necessarily the best use of my time. (laughs) (laughs) So I think for that, unless I had a word just like screaming at me, um, I think that's just one, that's one of those things that like, yeah, if I have a word that's coming to me, I might do it one year, but it's, I'm not going to do it every year. I'm not going to waste my time searching through the dictionary to find a word every year. (laughs) Um, Definitely going to marry goals because I think goals are intentional. Like you're setting, when you set goals, it's not just one big goal you're setting. You're also setting like mini goals to get to that big goal, you know, whereas a new year's resolution is more like this year I'm going to stop 
blah, blah, blah. And it's like, but how are you going to do it? So I don't really like New Year's resolutions. I hate, I don't like the word. I don't like the stigma around them. I think goals are better and more realistic. And you can set mini goals to get to your big goal. And I think that's going to get you to your goals faster. Yeah, no, I agree. <laughs> All right, let's hit it. Flavor of the week. All right, Steph, what's your flavor of the week? My flavor of the week is, I'm probably going to say the brand name wrong, but it's Lyrifying Electric Spin Scrubber. It is about 34 bucks on Amazon, and it is a waterproof bathroom scrubber, dual speed, USB-C charging, power shower scrubber with retractable handle and three brush head for bathroom tile floor. Are you doing an infomercial? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, this sounds so stupid, but it's been a game changer for me. So I saw this on TikTok. Like there was a there was a time where I was in cleaning TikTok. Like I was trying to find like easier ways to like clean the microwave and just other things. So I was very like heavily in cleaning TikTok. Mm -hmm. And this kept coming up. Like this was like trending on TikTok and I just never got it. But one of the chores that I put off the most is cleaning the shower. And that's because it like fucking hurts to clean the shower. You're yep. like on your hands and your knees in a bathtub and your back hurts and your knees. It's like literally everything why, hurts. It's literally the reason I tell Jeff we still need a house cleaner. Yeah, so I was like, it's the I'm worst. I'm not getting on my hands and knees <laughs> to go clean the shower. <laughs> it's honestly miserable. So then I let my shower get like dirtier than I would want it to get because I just don't want to hurt for like the entire next day. So I got this and tried it and it's literally a game changer for cleaning the shower. It's so is it like a selfie stick with a scrubber on the end? Like tell kinda, me. Kinda, yeah. Okay. No, it is. It it has like this part that you plug into the other one. It, it's expandable, which I haven't had to do. I just do it on its normal thing. And then there's three brush heads and they tell you in the little thing like this brush head's better for like the glass door on the shower and this one's better for the tub and the walls. And then this one's like a smaller one that's better for like the corners and, you know, mm-hmm. getting into like the smaller um, areas. It literally scrubs better than I would ever be able to do on my <laughs> own. Like if I was on my hands and knees all day scrubbing, it's scrubbing better than that. And it just saves me from the back and the knee pain. And the charge lasts the whole time. Like it didn't oh, yeah. die while you were doing it. Nope. Lasts okay. the whole time. I just need to remember like. If, yeah, like if I'm planning on washing or cleaning my shower on Sunday, like I need to like charge it Saturday night or whatever so it's ready because that's the only thing that I could see getting Put it annoying. In your yep. Um, but I was reading the little like pamphlet in it, and you can also use it on like bathroom floors, walls, glass, grout, all kinds of things. So I'm excited to use it more. I've only done my shower so far, but my shower is crystal clean and I did add it to my I haven't bought one yet but I did add it to my cart just because I've been spending so much money on gifts and stuff yeah. this year but I was like when I, I usually get like an Amazon gift because I was like maybe I'll get one after Christmas love it what is your flavor of the week so my flavor of the week is also something I got off of Amazon these are the cushion air women's hip genuine suede I always love these freaking <laughs> names for things on Amazon but the women's hip genuine suede pull on boot with memory foam Ooh. um they're $69.99 they come in tons of colors this is a shoe by the way if that wasn't clear um <laughs> tons of colors and it also comes in wide and regular sizing, which Uggs don't typically come in wide sizing. So this is actually a dupe for the Uggs Ultra Minis, which those start around $150. So this is less than half the price of Uggs. And as somebody who has also owned Uggs, these are just as great of, great of quality, in my opinion. They're so comfortable. And um, I remember last winter seeing like a couple influencers posting about them and I had wanted them, but they were always sold out in my size. But Uh. I had them like saved on my wish list 
and I, I had a gift card, um, a few months ago and I was kind of going through my, cause I always, whenever I see stuff, but like, it's more of like a, I'll get this, like when I get a gift card, like it's kind of, I don't need to spend money on this yeah. now, but when, when maybe it's somebody some else's point, money, then exactly. I'll like it. maybe when I want to treat myself, <laughs> then I'll get them. So I've had them in my cart and I had a gift card and I was going through my wish list and I was like, Oh, you know what? I wanted these shoes last year. They're like, these the ultra minis are like super trendy right now. I was like, I think I'm going to get a pair. And so I got them and they're so comfortable. They might run a tad big in my opinion. Um, so definitely keep that in mind because also if you've owned Uggs before, they do kind of stretch a little bit. So keep that in mind when you order a pair. Um, and also think about like what type of sock you would wear with them. I tend to wear a thicker sock with them. So I'm good to go, but they're so cozy. They're so comfy and trendy right now. And it's just really cute to run them with, to wear them with your leggings, to go run errands and stuff. Um, but yeah, I'm loving them. They're super cute. Cute. Got a quote for us? I do. This one is from Elite Mindsets on Instagram. If you pay attention to the patterns of your life, you'll realize everything always works out. Everything always takes you to a greater destination. You always grow, and the things you think you can't survive, you somehow divinely make it through. That's life. Always remember that. All right. Thank you, guys, and Happy New Year, and hope everyone had a great Christmas, and next week we'll be back with our updates on our Christmas and all that good stuff. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, thank you guys for listening to this week's episode. If you have a moment, please go rate, review, and subscribe. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Wine Over Matter Pod and join our private Facebook group. Just search Club Wine Over Matter. If you love what you heard, share this week's episode on your socials and don't forget to tag us. And we'll be waiting for you next Wine Wednesday with a glass in hand. Cheers. Cheers.